This podcast is sponsored by Kuranos. In an ever-evolving industry, credit unions can't always see what's lurking around the corner. Kuranos helps credit unions navigate today and anticipate tomorrow, delivering the intelligence, data, and technologies needed to assess competitive positioning. Learn more at Kuranos.com. From the Credit Union National Association, this is the CUNA News Podcast. Credit Union people. Credit Union ideas. Culture will shape the future of financial services for credit unions. That's according to leaders from Kiranos, a leading provider of data, technologies, and insights in the financial industry. I'm Casey Mishlevy, Deputy Editor with CUNA News. In this episode of the CUNA News Podcast, I speak with four guests from Kiranos. Hank Israel, Director of Innovation and New Markets, Chris Ward, Director of Digital and Consulting, Rutger Van Fossen, Head of Product and Market Strategy, and Randy Rosen, Vice President of Benchmarking and Applied Analytics. They discuss what the credit union of the future will look like, how cultural digital transformation will affect credit unions, and what credit unions can do to prepare. Hank, consumer expectations are driving transformation and new business models. What are consumers expecting from their financial services providers right now? I think the transformation to digital has really created a large amount of expectations on clients' part. They have experiences at Amazon, at PayPal, at all of these new formats of delivering value to clients, and they're expecting their financial institutions to do the same. One is channels and tools need to be intuitive. They need to be simple to use, and you're not benchmarked against being a small institution or a large institution. You're benchmarked against having the experience that that consumer relates to. The second expectation that really comes forth is that consumers expect that their financial institutions know them. Their bankers used to know them. They used to recognize them and have relevant conversations with them. As we move into this new digital world, they're expecting their experiences will be relevant to what they need. So offering a home equity to a student in college just doesn't make sense. That makes them feel like you don't know them and is actually a put off. The final thing is, is around cost, is as things have moved digital, there's a certain expectation things are going to become less expensive if the consumer transacts in that channel. And so these three expectations, if they're not met, actually push organizations further behind. And Chris, I'd like to talk specifically about credit unions here. How has this digital transformation specifically affected credit unions and their operations and strategies? Well, even before we get to the kind of things that Hank has just described in terms of delivering like intuitive services, solutions that are built around the customers, all those personalization things, it's really exciting things and those things that customers are coming to expect because what they're experiencing from other providers outside of financial services. Before we even get to that, I think there's a more immediate challenge about simply delivering what we would call digital self-service. So actually truly allowing credit union members to do everything they'd previously done in other channels, simply just to do that in the digital environment. And that's been the big challenge for many credit unions over the last few years, and particularly since the pandemic as well. So little things that you don't have to necessarily do very often, having to now come into digital channels, things like, oh, I want to go and change my address or update my phone number. All of these little tasks have to be able to be something that the customer can now do digitally. Well, broadly, though, there's, I think there's also things around acquisition of new members, 
again, the full self-service piece, but also the cross-selling piece. How do we actually then get the customers engaged with products when they're in our digital channels? I think that many credit users have come on a long way in the last few years, but I think they're now facing even greater challenges. Like, how do we actually do something that's a little bit different? Because lots of credit unions are tied into work with certain vendors that when you look across the market, as we do at lots of different solutions, you see there's quite a lot of very similar things being offered. What I think they need to double down on is actually creating something that stands out and also really taking advantage of the fact that they are in the digital environment and using the tools, the services and the data that's available to them to create the kind of exciting personalized experiences that will truly help them. And of course, we know that this digital transformation will continue to evolve and will require quick responses from credit unions. How do you think that transformation will affect credit unions in the future? I think the big thing they're trying to do right now is simply to gear themselves up to what, you know, taking digital transformation from the next level. It's no longer just about digitizing what was there. It's simply becoming a digital organization and actually being like, we need to be able to be in an environment where we can work around the fact or work in line with the fact that the goalposts are going to continually shift. We need to be in a position where we can move quickly. We have the teams in place to adapt and change and iterate what we're doing. And I think that's going to be a huge transformation for a lot of credit unions, particularly smaller ones where they don't have the advantage of scale and be able to have big digital teams to kind of work on all of these areas. And I think it also has an impact as well. They have to work with their vendors to make these things happen. That's another limitation, but also potentially a solution for them as well. I think that's something they they really need to take a good look at. And indeed, I think digital is a great level up, right? The competition is more intense than ever. Everybody's in the same environment. It's easier to compare and contrast the solutions on offer. So the competition is more intense. So they really do need to figure out how can we get to the point where we can move quickly. I think Hank wanted to speak a bit about differentiation on that point as well. Yeah, I mean, I think actually credit unions are in a unique space. They grew up with affinity for particular groups. And so they're actually authentic act identifying subsegments of the population and delivering experiences that are relevant. And just moving that authentic experience that they've done in person into the digital channel is really, really powerful. But also not easy to achieve, I don't think, right? So how do you create a digital community? We've seen lots of organizations try this. I mean, even before there was things like aspiration, the things that are built around sort of the environmental sort of focus. We had some solution providers, you know, trying to create communities around investors, socializing some sort of digital experience. And they never quite took off. So I think it's going to be really interesting to see how can we create a sense of community, a sense of affinity in the digital environment, because I think that's very difficult to do. And obviously, again, you start competing with lots of other platforms and solutions when you're trying to do that. Ironically, after a year of Zoom, I think we're all looking for community in the digital world. So, Yeah, everybody has become so used to communicating this way, but you also bring up great points about community because that's what credit unions are about at their hearts. That's perhaps more important now than ever before with the challenges of the pandemic and the economy. With that in mind, Rutger, what will the credit union of the future look like as we think about how credit unions will need to adapt to continuing transformation and change. Yeah, it very nicely aligned with what we were just talking about, right? Like people have gotten way more comfortable with digital channels. Before the pandemic, it was almost kind of like you were either a branch customer that did everything in person or you were a digital customer. And I think the pandemic has blurred everything together. And so what I think we're going to see in the future is what we would call sort of the branch goes online. And another way of saying that is maybe to sort of say, hey, we need to think of this not just as branch and digital, but as omni-channel and meeting the customer where they're at, right? And what Hank was saying that we're all so now used to Zoom. And before the pandemic, probably 
in business settings, people were used to web access and Zooms. I think the pandemic has forced everyone into that FaceTime, Zoom, any type of video conferencing. So I think a lot wider audience has gotten comfortable with it. So I think if you want personal engagement with a real person, I think that can be nicely done over Zoom chat or over FaceTime. So I think that's something we're going to see more, right? We're going to see that omni-channel where people sort of choose which channel they, if they really want to be in person or they want to have a personal conversation through a digital channel. As well, I think what needs to happen is that the credit union sort of narrow the gap from a digital capacity perspective, because everyone, like we were discussing earlier, people are expecting things to be easy and instantaneous and seamless. And I think that has taken a much more of a front seat for consumers than before. Before people sort of said, well, I like the fact that I have affinity with my credit union. I like the fact that they're there for me. Now they're sort of saying, yeah, but most importantly, it needs to be easy. So I think that's something we're going to see where credit unions have to catch up, where that convenience needs to be there. And then I think the two things that credit unions certainly have, which is this member centricity and potentially also sort of better value. That's the other thing that they can bring forward. The one last thing I would sort of say that we're going to see in the future, we're already seeing a lot of these apps coming, which we call personal financial management apps, things like Mint, and you have a couple of other of those kind of apps out there. I think that's a space where the credit unions are going to be playing in and sort of saying, hey, let me help educate my customers. Let me help them with their financial management. I think those are all going to be elements in that sort of omni-channel future of the credit union. Credit unions are facing increasing competition from places that years ago we may not have even thought would have come into play. So they must continuously evolve in order to compete and stay relevant. Randy, what can credit unions do now to prepare for these transformations? Transformation to digital is critically important to credit unions. I think it's been clearly articulated by what Hank and Rucker and Chris have said. But I think they also can't lose focus on other important elements for long-term sustainability. I think not only attracting new members, but looking at the younger members. I mean, I think the average age for a credit union member today is about 47. And really focusing on that technology aspect to meet those expectations of that younger generation, really kind of a digital first approach to those financial service offerings needs to be top of mind. And then as well as really making sure that credit unions focus on getting the primary relationship from their members. That's going to be pivotal for expanding share of wallet to their members and increasing that profitability. And then we know members are going to have various lifestyle changes throughout their banking relationship, right? And you got to make sure that the credit union is able to offer the appropriate products and services to meet those members' needs. We know that today credit unions can obtain a vast amount of information digitally, probably far more than they could when members went into the branch. And that information is to be far more valuable to get to know their members better, again, to offer the right products at the right time. Ultimately, strategies have changed with credit unions, and if credit unions are going to retain and engage members, they've got to have that personalization. You know, they've got to be able to understand what their members want and, and make sure it's delivered in an impactful message. And really, I think it's about also the data-driven decisions. Can a credit union really describe their typical member today? It looks very different than it did three years ago. And how members interact with those various channels online, in-person, social media, be able to describe those members on a way in how they use those channels is imperative. And then I think as well to optimize that engagement, credit unions really need to use that data and customer insight proactively and meaningfully to boost that engagement across all those channels. I mean, 
we know communication is relevant and has to be timely, but it has to show that member that those recommendations are going to provide value to that member. Otherwise, it's not going to really provide any value to that member ultimately when the message is delivered. And I think lastly, kind of piggyback what Rucker mentioned earlier, I think credit unions today are also struggling with fully understanding the advantages of credit and the breadth of products available to them. Members you know, really want to understand the choice they have available to them to make really more informed decisions. And really potentially what would happen is if I choose a bank over a credit union or what products are available in my credit union. And the credit unions need to see that value and make more personalized decisions and provide more relevant comparisons of what a member would say by banking with the credit union. Otherwise, credit unions are going to ultimately lose those members in the future. You said something that's really important, Randy, is that, hey, we need to do all of these things. And I think it needs to be authentic to who these credit unions are. It's easy to buy products on the market and integrate them into our technology stacks, but then we're just another FI. How do we do that in a way that's uniquely credit union-ish as we move forward for our members? And I think that when you come back to then this technology point of sort of saying, well, the actual solutions they're bringing to market at the moment aren't massively distinguished, right? Because everybody's kind of following the same digital roadmap as we would call it, right? So we've got to build these core features, we'll bring in bits of money management, we'll bring in some insights capability, external account aggregation, we'll plug in the products that we already have so you can go through those application journeys. But there's nothing that feels special or unique about it. And as you say, can you truly distinguish that from maybe what the service of a bank would offer? Yes, maybe the rates, the fees and so on are going to be different. But from an experiential point of view, is it truly distinct? And I think that's going to be the big challenge that people are going to run into. How can we really make things look and feel like they're ours? And then also bring that little bit of extra magic to it, as it were, to make it feel like this is not just a financial institution experience. This is a distinctly credit union experience. What additional questions should credit unions be asking themselves as they plan for the future? I think one of the challenges that credit unions have is that they have the data that they need and defining the use cases and the experiences based on that requires thinking through, what am I going to do? What are the experiences that I'm trying to create? And then back end in, how does the information I have about this member, how can I inform that thoughtfully and respectfully as we go forward? And so it's not just about getting these data warehouses and things like that. It's thinking through the customer experience and then backing into how we use that data appropriately. Even in the, we look at sort of the marketing efforts at the moment, I, and I really feel like the insight financial coaching cross-selling piece is really where we're going to see a lot of brands really doubling down. I and mean, it's sort of saying, well, how do we put the right thing in front of the customer? And even at the moment, brands aren't in a position like, if this customer have this kind of, then this is the product that they need. They haven't even got that kind of relatively straightforward piece figured out yet. And then it's compounded by the fact that you're going to get to the point where there are already providers out there in the market, some of the things that like the Rutger match, like Mint, like Credit Karma, who can do that really, really effectively. But then there's the extra challenge down the line. It's like once, okay, once we've done that bit of positioning, how do we then actually genuinely tailor products to customers as well? And that, again, goes beyond the rates and the fees. How can we actually create something that's highly personalized? And I think you need to look in the space in, in lending, for example, and how Customers get highly personalized, like lending programs and installment plans put in front of them in buy now, pay later solutions, right? How can we take personalization, not just at the top of the funnel, but all the way through it as well? I like what you're saying there, Chris. I mean, I think it's really interesting as we look at the chimes of the world and the like, the N26s, they've become quite customer centric, but they're kind of techno. So how does the credit union still remain customer centric, but that not being the defining feature? It's how is it personalized and tied to that community as well? in terms of how we're looking forward. I think it's important for credit unions to focus on that 
really sustainable process and making sure that it's consistent and it's not about just what happens today because we're impacted by so many different variables, economics and, and such, but it's got to be sustainable going long term, even beyond all the issues with COVID and things of that sort. I think that's where credit unions really have to focus not only on their short term goals, but the long term goals from that sustainable, repeatable strategy they put in place with whatever mechanisms they choose to move forward with. Meet the customer where they're at, either in the planning stage or at the checkout. The days that customers will go and make time to spend time with the financial institution are vastly going to be shortened. And so people need to have financial institutions be there for them at the time that they need it or at the time that they're planning for something. And I think that is a big shift that folks need to make. Thanks for listening to the CUNA News Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher Radio. This podcast is sponsored by Curanos. Credit unions' abilities to contain threats and detect emerging trends are often handicapped by a lack of comparative data. From comprehensive market analytics to omnichannel customer engagement, Curanos is the partner of choice to help clients make faster, more profitable, data-driven decisions. Learn more at curanos.com.